What's up, y'all? Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Coach K. I'm Coach K, and I'm super excited to be here as always. And whether we are joining together collectively as we refocus and recenter our breath and, and take some time in a breathing meditation, or if we are just chit chatting about the things that really matter in life, I'm always excited to be here with you. So, as we dive into this week's episode, I encourage you to grab you a cup of coffee, find you a comfy seat, and Let's just get it going. Hey there, and welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Coach K. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm super happy to be here on this uh, rainy February. We are in the middle of, I guess, what you would call winter here in Houston. Um, I kind of like it. I mean, I've got some winter clothing that's been waiting for me to make use of it. So I think that this is going to be that weekend. This is the one weekend of the year that I get to just stun on them with my scarves and my boots. And (laughs) I don't know if anybody else is like me, but I love, I love a good cold front. I love a good cold front. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast that is, um, nurse coaching with you in mind. My goal here is to empower you to take your life back into your hands, uh, to educate you so that you know what to do in order for you to live life according to how you see it fit. Um, Holistically speaking, your mind, your body, your soul, your environment, all of those things are included in what I talk about on this podcast. And lastly, it's I want to kind of entertain you a little bit because we all need a good laugh every now and then. So thank you for tuning in. Today is all about healing. And we're going to just chit chat a little bit about the truth about your healing journey. So grab your cup of coffee. Maybe it's the tea. I had a chai the other day. Um, I mean, the other day. <laughs> I had a chai just a second ago and you probably were, will hear some thunderstorms in the background. It sets the mood really. Um, and my chai was from, side note, if you have a Dunkin' Donuts near you, oh my God, give it a try. I had a almond milk chai from there and it was so good. It was so good. The other thing that's really good about Dunkin', I don't know if any fellow coffee drinkers out there get it, but they really have like the best coffee. I'm basically doing a Dunkin' commercial right now. Um, if anybody knows anybody in the world of Dunkin', tell them to pay me. Trust me, y'all. If you have a chance to get some Dunkin' Donuts coffee, skip the donut just this time and take my word for it. Grab you a cup of coffee from there. Their drip coffee is stinking delicious. Anyways, I am going to get back on topic. Whenever we talk about coffee, I kind of lose my mind because whoo. Goodness, I love coffee. But let's talk about the truth about our our healing journey together, shall we? Let's chit chat. Oh, dearly beloved, I'm like, I'm feeling Prince right now. And I said to myself, I said, you know, dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life together. We are here to get through this thing together. And I feel like one way that we can make it better for all of us is to share information and to give people what is missing so that they can fill in the gaps and truly just feel like they can do it, 
feel like one more day is absolutely possible. So we're here in this thing together. And since we are, let's just be real about it for a second. We are failing this group project called life. (laughs) We are failing. Society is so sick. Society is so sick. We have gone crazy, literally. Prince said, let's go crazy. And we were like, yep, let's do it. Here we go. And we did it. We literally did it. The healthcare system is broken. It is broken. It's not even about health. It's nowhere near about health. We have an illness-based model for care right now that's solely focused on disease management and not prevention. And that is one of the things that is so frustrating for me. And let me give you an example. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts that is in mine, by the way. Um, and we were they were talking about supplements and they brought up pro uh, pre slash probiotics. And I've had many conversations about this with my friends and with people in the healthcare field and um, and the health and wellness industry about the benefits of pre and probiotics. And this podcast just put it back on my mind. Oh, I really, really want to start taking um, a good quality pre and probiotic. I realize how good it is for gut health. And um, this particular one that I'm taking has some extra benefits for women specifically. So I was like, let's go, let's get it. Let me try it. And so I went to my favorite local store. I won't put them on blast because it's not their fault that this ended the way that it did. Y'all know who it is if you know me. Um, and I went to that, I went to go get this pro pre slash probiotic and I went to the health section cause they have a fantastic, like crazy, awesome health section. And it was right there. It was right where I was looking for it. I knew it was going to be there and I grabbed it and I said to myself, this is for me to be healthy. This is for me to take my health into my own hand. So I'm going to use my flexible spending account to pay for it. If you have an option to do that at your place of employment like I do. Take um, some pre-tax dollars and put it aside. Um, It's a great way to, you know, decrease that tax bracket. You ain't heard me though. Um, It's a whole nother, it's a whole nother podcast. Anyways, I ripped out my FSA card once I got up to the checkout line, bebopped my way up there and ripped it out to pay for it from my wallet and it was declined. And I felt like, you know, the people in line that left their wallet in the car, you got to do the sad face to the people behind you, you know, with their buggy full of food. And you're sitting there going, I'm so sorry, I really want to use my card because I was determined to use my card. And so the particular FSA account that I have, they send you an email when something's declined. So I pay for it with my regular account. I'm huffy, I'm puffy, I'm ready to blow the house down, but I keep it moving. And I get to the car and I check my email, of course, and the email says your your purchase at blank place was declined because it is a wellness product. I'm not kidding you guys. I could if I could do a screenshot and show you, I would. They called it a wellness product and I could not pay for it with my FSA account. How much sense does that make? I'm on a whole nother crusade. Whenever I have some time, I'm going to investigate this and somebody's going to hear about it. But this is where we are in America, where we can go and try to purchase supplements uh, oh, supplements, and not be able to pay for it from a flexible spending account because it's considered a wellness product. It makes no sense. I was so, I was miffed. I was miffed. That's a nice way of saying it. However, that brings me to the point of 
where we are in society and why we are where we are. We are a sick society. There's no way around it. You don't believe me? I got some proof for you. Sit tight. Grab your coffee. Put your feet up. Let's talk. I'm going to give you a few stats because I do like to have some background to it. And so I did a little bit of research. A little bit of research. According to the CDC, 86% of the nation's 3.8 trillion, with a T, like trill, mm-hmm, trillion annual healthcare expenditure goes directly toward chronic disease management. I can end the podcast right there. This is seriously the biggest issue that we have to face. It's an epidemic. It's a, you can call it a pandemic epidemic. It is just, it is the period at the end of our sentence. It is tragic to know that we spend so much money towards disease management, specifically chronic disease management. 80% to go further, take it a step further, 80% of chronic diseases, now that you know how much money we spend on it as a people, as a nation, 80% of chronic diseases can be prevented or reversed through lifestyle changes. Mind-blowing. 80% of chronic diseases can be prevented. You don't have to deal with them. They're not there. You don't have to worry about them. You move on. You live your life. 80% of the stuff that we suffer with here in this society can be prevented by making lifestyle changes. And I really want us to talk about those lifestyle changes and how we can help our bodies heal. That is why we're here today. A few of the chronic diseases that are um, the biggest culprits of, of death, they are the leading causes of death in America. The top three, in no particular order, are heart disease, cancer, and of course, diabetes. And it is no wonder why we are where we are when you think about those three diseases and how it affects us all. Six out of 10 adults have at least one chronic disease. That's six out of 10 of us. So if you know 10 people, at least six of them have one or more of the chronic diseases that rip us from our livelihoods and our lives and take away precious time from loved ones and doing the things that we love to do most. That's a large number, y'all. That's a lot of people. One more fun fact I wanted to share with you before I close out this little section of statistical sharing. The goal of chronic disease management, you know, all that money that we spend that goes into managing our diseases, it's not to cure you. That's not even the goal. That's not even the purpose. Truly, it's not. Medication won't cure you. It's not the medication that's going to cure you. and That's not the fix. But what will? We already said it. Lifestyle changes. The things that we do on a daily basis that can add years, minutes, days, years, months, endless amount of time to our lives, potentially. Nothing's guaranteed. But if this is an option, why not try? Why not try? The power to heal is truly within you. It starts right in your head. It starts with you. We know that lifestyle changes that we need to make 
are the ones that we hear about over and over again. Those are the ones that we need to do in order to live the life that we truly deserve. I'll give you some examples, okay? We need to eat better. We need to focus on the foods that feed our bodies and our souls in a way that we can use it to for fuel and uh, for good things and not, not the food that makes us feel groggy and sleepy and, and just downright miserable. Think about the foods. I don't have to tell you what they are. I mean, I can, but do I really need to tell you or have you already heard this before? My guess is that you've heard this before and I'm going to keep on going because we're going to get to that part too. Exercise at least 30 to 40 minutes a day, which equals, or most days a week, not every day, which equals up to be about 150 minutes a week. Break that down over four to five days and you got a good lifestyle change right there in your back pocket. Stop smoking and or drinking, or at least decrease the amount of either one or both, and you'll see a big difference. Sleep, any amount. (laughs) Sleep the appropriate amount. I did a whole episode podcast on why you deserve rest, why you need to reclaim your right to rest. That was last week. If you didn't check it out, check it out. And I tell you examples and give you information on why that is so important. I have another cool story to share with you real quick. I uh, ran into a coworker um, the other day and I had noticed she was losing weight. Baby girl is slimming down. And I was like, you better. And so she's not someone that I have a, you know, sidebar conversation with on a regular basis. So I felt the need to, you know, kind of whisper in her ear for a second and let her know, I see you, sis, keep going. So I pulled her over to the side and I was like, Carl, you look good. What are you doing? You have lost weight. I can see it in your face. Your clothes are looser. You're doing a fantastic job. And if you could see the light come on in her eyes and the smile that just, oh, it melted her. It melted her. Take a minute out of your day to make somebody happy. Tell them that you see them. That's just a side note. But anyways, so, you know, she got to telling me that what she was doing and she cleaned up her diet. That's one of the lifestyle changes I just mentioned. She cleaned up her diet. She said, I'm not eating a lot of the junk anymore. I took away most of the bread and the pasta and the sugar. I said, man, that stuff really makes a difference, right? She said, yeah, I haven't had it, you know, and I feel better. I feel better. Um, my skin feels better. My knees don't hurt as much as they used to. I can get around a lot better. My kids have started noticing and they're like, mom, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm listening to this person that I didn't see before. And that's my fault. You know, life gets busy, work gets busy, but that's no excuse. And so I'm glad I had an opportunity to talk to her and let her know that I saw her and that I had you know, what she was doing was helping and it was working and it was worth it. So I put on my nurse coach hat because this was at my other job. This is not my nurse job. This is not my nurse coach job. This is my regular nurse job. So I put on my other hat and I was like, man, you are doing it. That is amazing. I'm so proud of you. However, I know as well as she does, that she's got one more nasty little thing that she's got to address. And I brought it up. Because in my training, in my specialized training as a nurse coach, I realized that it is my job to ask the hard questions, the ones that nobody dares to ask, dares to ask you, because that's where growth happens. And I'm okay with that. You know, if, if I asked her for permission, I said, can I ask you about one other thing, though? 
She's like, sure. And I asked her, when are you going to stop smoking? And she stopped and she looked at me and her eyes gave me the, I really want to do it, but I don't know how. She said, I've tried several times and I haven't been able to be successful, but I'm not going to give up. And I said, that's the key. Don't give up. I reminded her that the lifestyle changes she was making were so beneficial. And I told her if she ever wanted to chit chat about it, that I'd be free to be a, a, a listening ear for her. That was so powerful, I think, for both of us. But to see her understand and and get that somebody saw what she was doing, that that it made a difference and that she could do it, I think, and I, I actually, I know that that was something that she needed to keep going. So she made some lifestyle changes. She decided enough was enough. Let's talk about why so many of us continue to do what we do and not decide that enough is enough. Let's talk about that for a second. Some of us are just stuck in our ways. We're older. We've been doing it this long. Ain't nothing happened. We're good to go. That's not going to work forever. That's not. Let's just be real about it. Some of us are afraid of giving up. Fill in the blank. And what it means to give up. Fill in the blank. Truth of it. For some of us, success scares us. We're afraid of being successful. Because we have owned our victimhood for so long. Who are we without that? Who are we? Who are we without being the chunky friend that everybody likes to have fun and be goofy with? Then who am I? Mm -hmm. We've owned it so long. We've owned that victimhood, that poor me, that this is me, this is who I am mentality for so long. We'd have no clue who we are without it. And we're scared. We don't want to face it. We don't want to deal with it. I'd rather just keep being who I am. The work will be hard and it'll take too long. And that's why we don't want to make any lifestyle changes. We live in a microwave society where we believe that everything should be super quick and come, you know, why can't everything just come immediately? Why do we have to work so hard? Why do we got to put in the work for it? It should be so much easier than this. The truth of it is it's not. Rarely, if ever, is anything worth having or achieving easy. And lastly, I think one of the reasons why we um, don't, don't change those lifestyle habits is because we have magic pill expectations. We believe that there's something out there that's just going to be the end all be all and it's going to fix everything. Think about it. These billion dollar uh, quick fixes and fads and gimmicks, it's a money pot. They take the money and run and they feed us a bill of goods and we buy it hook, line and sinker because we're looking for something that's going to be quick and easy and simple. Magic pill expectations. So now that we know why we don't do it, let's talk about how you can. Let's talk about how you can. Sip that coffee, girl. Don't let it get cold. I like cold coffee if it's supposed to be cold coffee, but if it ain't supposed to be cold, I like it hot. Hot and spicy. Let's talk about how we take our power back so that we can heal, so that we can truly heal. 
because we don't have to stay in a sick society forever. Number one, you have to realize that you are your best self healer. That bears repeating. You are your best best self healer. Self healing is truly the process of recovery and it's the act of healing or repairing. As a nurse coach, I never like to say that my clients are broken and that they need to be fixed. Not at all. There's some things in life that just need to be repaired and you need to recover who you are so that you can live the life that you truly deserve. So you need to realize you are your best self-healer. You know yourself the best. Why do you go to someone else to manage you? You should go to yourself first. Turn inward to heal. Managing, you go to someone else. Healing, you go to you. That's the equation. You want management, you go to somebody else. You want to heal, you go to yourself. At least that's where you start. At least that's where you start. You can repair your health mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. You can do it. You got to start with you first, though. Number two, be honest and real about where you are, what you need, and what it's going to take to get you to where you want to go. Be honest. Be real. Acknowledge it. Give it a name. Say it. Speak it out loud. You know, just because you name something, that doesn't mean that it's bad or that makes it worse. Naming something doesn't make it worse or bad. It already is what it is. So actually, when you name it and when you take that power back by saying this is what it is, then you have ownership over it. It no longer has ownership over you. Number three, realize the truth about healing. Healing is a continuous journey. It's going to ebb and flow. You're going to have some highs and lows, and it's going to last until death. You are going to change. What's crazy is people that knew you five or 10 years ago, and then they see you, and things about you have changed. Sometimes they can't believe it, or it's shocking. You really expect to be the same person? Ten, five and 10 years later? Absolutely not. Life has different phases and stages. So you are supposed to change. You're supposed to be different. You have to understand that there are traumas and triggers and then there's hope and healing. And that's all a part of the healing journey. That process is needed. And sometimes you have to repeat it. Not always will it just be a straight line. Rarely, if ever, is it a straight line. Number four, that's my favorite one. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. Get help when you need it. Don't be afraid to get out there and say, I've done what I can, but I can't do the rest by myself. Healing is never complete until we have been truly heard. Anthon St. Martin said that, and I believe it. I co-sign it. Ditto, sir. Ditto. It's never complete until we've been truly heard. Nurse coaches have the ability to truly hear you and see you and help you. I'm going to push nurse coaching because that's what I do. That's who I am. And it's an amazing opportunity to partner with people in order to create change. In essence, that is what it is. 
you can't heal a space without healing the soul. And that's true and at the heart of nursing. We are the world's most trusted profession 19 years in a row. Our morals and ethics are at the top of the list. And so when you combine who we are as nurses, nurturing, caring, compassionate, with coaching where change is possible, that combination means that change is inevitable if you really want it and you work together. So get help if you need it. There's no shame in that. In fact, that's the bravest thing you can do. So that's the truth about your healing journey. It's not easy. It's not quick. But it is possible and it is worth it. It is the most beautiful way to show yourself and others and those around you unconditional love. It's a sense of contentment with what is and a freedom from struggle of what was. And that is where I want to leave you today. If you are in a place in your healing journey where you need some assistance, feel free to reach out to me. And if you know someone that could use this podcast, send it to them and encourage them to reach out to me as well. As always, thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. Feel free to share this podcast. Um, subscribe to the channel. And I look forward to seeing you guys or I'm saying I never see you. <laughs> I look forward to chit chatting with you guys next week. And just remember to be good, be good to yourself, be good to others and to live well. Bye.